Welcome, everyone, to Stargate Roundtable. We're happy to have all of you here. We've had a few technical difficulties, but we're ready to have Angel Sue do the opening meditation for us. Thank you, Marita Robert. And we welcome you all to Stargate Roundtable in the light of the most radiant one. And in the office of the Christ, and only in the office of the Christ. So, if you will join with us and invoke the loving energies of St. Germain and the violet flame here, let's just call in and claim ourselves with our support team as the divine child that we are knowing that our path is always divinely guided and with this wonderful love and guidance that we receive at every moment as we're choosing this divine path. Call in your guides, your masters, your teachers, your angels. Connect in with that higher self and your beloved twin flame. Call in the councils of light that you work with. And all those from the lighted realms that celebrate you being who you are and the path that you are walking. You might find a wonderful lifting from their support that takes the energies physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually up to a higher level. If you're ready to allow that, just smile at them through your heart space. And with all the rest of your energy centers, smile and bless the world, that beloved violet flame, you can ask it just to encircle every person, every being, every consciousness that is here within, upon, and around the planet. Let that pure unconditional divine love just radiate in their hearts in their beings in their kingdoms in their dimensions and that for just this moment that everything is all right that all are blessed And we ask that this be lifted up and calibrated within each one of us here. That we walk the divine path with even a more inclusive mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical presence. 
always choosing to allow the most beautiful things to come, to bless, change, transform, transmute ourselves and all others. And so we're going to call in all those beings that are working with these energies, that are working with Nasara, with our Action Three White Knights, and our galactic forces of light. All the beautiful light workers, weavers, dancers, singers. That this divine world bloom even brighter within all. So these beings, known and unknown, seen and unseen, from every nook and cranny of creation and all the timelines, we celebrate them and for what they have contributed along with us. And with this joyful heart to expand all with respect, with no judgment, divine neutrality. We are using the law of one, the original law of creation, to set the standard even higher for all of us. So this is where we all say we are all one. And when one is harmed, all are harmed. As one is helped and healed, then all are helped and healed. And therefore, in the name of who we are, then we are one with all there is. We are Awati. And we ask that only the highest good of all concerned happen here in beauty and grace and peace and in joy. And in all the happy blessings we don't even know to ask for yet, that all are filled with this. And we give thanks that this is done in the office of the Christ. So be it. So it is. Please take a grounding breath with me. And let peace be with you for the next few days over this weekend that's coming. And I thank you. And Marita Robert, I pass back the talking stick. Well, thank you, Angel Sue. We're glad that you're able to be with us this evening. Um, We still, uh, I don't see that we have Randy here yet. However... The setup that's at the top here is a really old one because it still has Carolyn uh, listed on it. So I don't know if he was with us at that time, whether that makes any difference or not. Uh, we'll have to check in and see. But, Vinayak, um, what's going on in your side of the world over there? Marita, can you hear me? Now I can hear you. I'm here. Okay. Well, just can't see you at the top, and I think it's probably uh, because uh, 
uh, <clears throat> we've got an old setup here, and it doesn't have you maybe listed. So, so what's happening there, Randy? Okay, well, I have a little bit of a report tonight. We still have a huge in influx of energy coming in as we continue to integrate light codes from the 1111 portal. This energy is creating a reset as we adjust to the much higher frequencies. Our solar plexus is being activated and upgraded as it continues to take in a lot of this energy. Now, let me stop you. We have a picture, a video here of a gentleman with a headset on and a bearded person. Who is that? Not me. I don't have a bit camera. Well, that's what he's got up here. And as I say, this is an old setup thing, so I... I don't know. Go ahead, Randy. I just I was just trying to figure out what was going on here. Okay, I'll start back. Or at the how beginning. to get rid of this. Like I say, we still have a huge influx of energy coming in as we continue to integrate the light codes from this 1111 portal. This energy is creating a reset as we adjust to the much higher frequencies that are continuing to pour into planet Earth and our galaxy. Our solar plexus is being activated and upgraded as we as this energy continues to take in to our body, to the earth, and to this galaxy. As you continue to go through this ascension process, you're becoming more energy sensitive to these energies every moment that passes. You should be feeling an increase in empathy towards every life form and everything around you. As our light bodies continue to activate, our psychic awareness will continue to expand. We have a lot of changes underway. Next week, we'll shift out of the element of water and into the element of fire. We will continue to explore the emotional in Scorpio for the next week. Mercury also goes direct next week, which will clear up any throat chakra or communication issues. As we adjust to these higher frequencies, we're being asked to remember that this is a journey back to love. Make sure you're aligning with love at all times. Because really, folks, many people ask me, well, why don't the galactics just land here and, you know, fix all this stuff up? Well, it's very simple because the galactics don't have a physical body like we do. It's easier for us to raise our frequency up and go into their realm. And this is exactly what this ascension process is. We're the number one show in the universe, planet Earth, because we're basically ascending, but taking our physical body and the entire planet with us. Namaste. Okay, thank you there. And Vinayak, do you have any update from your side of the world? Well, I just want to... Can you hear me? We can. Okay, great. I just want to say it's good to be back with everybody. It's been a little bit of a journey for me. However, all is well. And it's good to hear voices that are familiar. Looking forward to the call, and and enjoying the full moon energies, and I hope everyone else is as well. 
And I'll pass the talking stick for now. Well, thank you there, Vinayak. Uh, uh, I'm talking to Don here right now. So um, who else has uh, anything that they want to? Uh, how about uh, Tara? Did you have anything that you want to bring up here? No. I'm just going to say that um, things are, you know, they they look like they're worse than ever, you know, in terms of, you know, what's going on in the media. And um, yesterday um, we were on a, a different call and we were talking to a brother and sister here and the question about the galactics coming in and free will choice and where does those things begin and end with the situation that's going on here. And, um, I mean, it's a deep, it's a deep concept. Um, and so I was just talking to Rama earlier today and about it and saying, maybe you should ask the folks that you talk to a little bit more about how that works. And the prime directive was brought up, and the prime directive has it's two pronged. It says non-intervention in a civilization's development unless, in case of nuclear and or psychic holocaust. So no, I don't hear an echo, uh, Vinayak, but um. Nuclear and or psychic holocaust. And the psychic holocaust, I think, is what we're going to be looking at here. Because um, they have a program that everybody's involved in where there's no truth at the base of the program. I mean, the media is just not talking turkey. And everybody's listening, but uh, it's missing all kinds of parts and uh, the most important one that we talk about here uh, hello all right uh, uh, that we hear um, uh, uh, clearly here is that um, that nobody in the country is having any access to the constitutional law we are not a party to the constitution and so they're talking about something that doesn't exist. And that, in a sense, is called mind control or a psychic holocaust at the level that we're at right now. Uh, see, for instance, you know, they have all these hearings that have been going on. And there's some two of these really good characters that have been speaking from where they sit and speaking at a certain level about what's going on. Yet what people don't realize is that we did a coup d'etat way back in 2014, was it? We did a coup d'etat in, 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 uh, in, uh, in uh, Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And Russia, uh, the Kremlin is not involved in Ukraine at all. So you see black is white and white is black. And so the... Uh, the thing that was going on behind the scenes before uh, President Zelensky won the election back in April is that 
this administration was talking behind the scenes to Poroshenko, who we put in as our uh, regime change guy. In other words, we we did that. So we're the we're the naughty kids here, and nobody's talking about it. <coughs> and so that was a complete, um, you might say, fly in the ointment of the so-called deep state that's really running things around here when Zelensky won the presidency because they didn't expect that to happen. They thought they had they had a way to, you know, arm fist him in again, Poroshenko. And it didn't happen. So then they started to, you know, raise their eyebrows and figure out what to, could they do next because they got to keep war going in order to keep their way of doing things going. So, um, so Rama said he, he today. Yeah, talk, yeah, so, yeah. Did Rama did he talk to anybody about any of this this week? Yes. yes, and the most okay. recent. Well, we want we want to hear about that too. So don't leave. Make sure you leave time for Rama to uh, tell us about his phone calls. Right. Well, today, Rama, you got a call from Larry and Tom, the Ringtail Cat. Yes. Early in the afternoon. Yes. And you asked them. I asked them. What is going to happen here? on Mother Gaia as these energies continue to get even much higher than they are now. And this is uh, where they explained to me that as the energies are getting higher and higher, our present reality is shifting and twisting and less say becoming less in the context of the non-ordinary reality the Nagual is coming in and this is what Randy was speaking about the higher vibrations coming in at an exponential level that we don't really have any control over. This is about how the sun is going through its transfiguration along with the sun behind the sun called the solar logos, Helios and Vesta, all the way up to the great central sun. And... In the recent days, and I'm getting to what Larry and Curly Tom said today, is as these energies are getting higher and higher, our gifts and abilities are uh, Jedi qualities are coming into play. And the higher wisdom with these abilities come in. And didn't they just say that the third eye and the crown chakra will, the third eye will automatically open and the crown chakra will too? And this is happening right now because of the energies, and we are open 
to the realm of infinite possibilities right now where there are other ways of how to create peace and harmony on the planet instead of the old ways. And And the Schumann resonance factor is going higher too, and it's automatically or spontaneously increasing everybody's IQ. So, yes, as the IQ increases, what happens is our both hemispheres of our brain begin working as one unified field. Balance and harmony. This is where instead of 10% or 5% of our brain, we start using 50 or 100% of our brain and capabilities. This is why I speak about it in terms of the force and using your Jedi abilities and how that comes into play right now as we do our sadhana, our daily meditation and focus on working with the higher energies that are pouring in like nobody's business right now. You got to kind of be deaf, dumb and blind not to feel it. And they're asking us to do at least an hour of meditation a day. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 so it's because there, it brings more access because there's more energy to access. And it opens up the, the siddhas, right? Yes. We get in touch with our abilities and our gifts at a, a really active level. And as we thank ourselves as well as all that is for just being able to be here at this time to experience this, it's such an auspicious time to be alive and to be in a body and do this good work by sharing the good news about everyone waking up right now to the quantum field and how Tom and Larry kind of explained it to me is As the energies get higher and higher, as you think about this at the quantum level, space is not empty, it is full. So full of life that it is, we have no idea how much we are loved by so many trillions and trillions of beings right now in this realm around this planet and like Randy said and I also must say earth is center focus first and foremost as we ascend everyone else is watching this and participating at the levels where they can and right at this critical juncture um There are folks that are saying this transfiguration might be down the road, and I'm saying I'm going to forego that and say it's happening right now with this full moon and Mercury retrograde leading up to Pluto and Jupiter in Capricorn coming up 
conjunct. Conjunct. And it hasn't happened for 500 years. This is so big. The last time it happened was the Protestant uh, Reformation. And, and the Vatican got turned on its head. How Pluto plays in this story right now as this is playing with Scorpio. Mercury is retrograde in Scorpio and right now this is you know we're kind of moving into that realm where Sagittarius is the next sun sign yet Scorpio quote-unquote Ophiuchus is in play here as well no one talks about that Ophiuchus part with Scorpio between Sag well that doesn't start Ophiuchus begins on the 30th of November right and 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 again, that pushes the other signs down the road. And the and what the Ophiuchian astrology is about is where we really are traveling in the in the Maseroth, in the constellations. And you know, the Western astrology just conveniences things, and every twenty eight days they change it. But it's not the true astrology in terms of where we really are traveling. So we enter the Ophiuchian constellation on November 30th, and then we exit it on December 17th, which I believe is Don and Doug's birthdays, and they'll be 51. Oh my God! <laughs> and then, um, and then we go. Then, then we enter Sagittarius on that time. So in the true travel time, we're traveling through Sagittarius from the 17th of December through to the uh, 17th or something of of January. So, Marita Robert, that makes you a Sagittarian. <laughs> and so, that what does that mean? It just means that you're both. So you, you learn, more, we learn more about ourselves as we look at both. You know, we can look at both. And, and we can increase and and, uh, and 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 multiply our gifts and um, and understand more about ourselves that way. And it goes on like that. Essentially, what was shared by Tom and Larry with me today is exponentially. This is moving so fast, and at the same time, it seems very slow for most everyone and it's it's uh, as we take the time to do the sadhana then everything else comes into play that's the most important piece to meditate and thank creative source for just being here at this time <laughs> i passed the talking stick well, let's 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 just say that. Thank you. We yes. are. Uh, we don't know why we've got this person appearing on our screen, but uh, since Don says we aren't uh, broadcasting video, it uh, shouldn't uh, bother us. We'll just uh, uh, go on and pretend that he's not here. Well, I think it's Vinayak, and I don't know if Vinayak knows it, but it's you. I think it's you, Vinayak. We can see you. On screen. There, now you're gone. You're gone again. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, Am I? No, you're not, not on there now. You're not on there now, but you were just a second ago. <laughs> Do you uh, have a beard? I have my so I don't understand why it's on. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know what to say. Okay. <laughs> Magic is afoot. Miracle. I guess we'll go ahead and uh, uh, have Rama tell us some more about. I'm sure he's had more phone calls and. and yes. Uh, well, I, I can come back in if I can, folks. Okay. You're okay. We're, not, it's not bothering anything, so just don't worry about it, Vinayak. But okay, uh, Rama, go ahead and tell us about the rest, some of these other phone calls you've had. I, uh, keep, I keep hearing an echo, so I can't hear everybody. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you should go out then and and call Don or something again. Well, you can you can bring yourself back in. Yeah. Right. Yeah, hang up and hang in. Yeah, you're back on the screen now, Vinayak. <laughs> now you're not. Okay, why don't you just do that? Hang up and try again and see if you can bring yourself back in. All right. Okay, Rama. I'm going to mute um, out so that I'm not making any noise and let you speak. Okay, in the last few days, well, yesterday... You talked to Ranamoo. I talked to Ranamoo. And I was put in, put, I was put on a bio bed. Not the same kind of bio bed that you have, Marita. That's the barefoot bob kind. This one is a bit another notch. Yeah, it's kind of like um, I lay down and then this. Well, there's this chamber. Yeah. And it's got a glass that covers you like a lid yeah and then there's a light all uh, the long part of where your body is on the top of there and it's a soft pink laser light so the whole area where rama's laying is in that soft pink energy field and it does all these things uh-oh now there's a big echo <coughs> Now there's a big echo. That's Vanaya coming back in, but there's a big echo. Let's see if we can fix it. Can you see me now? No, I can't see you, but we got the echo now. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I'm trying to... Okay, I see I'll you. I'll sign out. Oh, don't go away. Just mute yourself. That's okay. Okay, so that... Um. So I'm going to continue. Yes. Okay. Takes your blood pressure. Yeah. uh, As I was laying on the bio bed, uh, there's an overhead screen that shows all the bodily functions, my heart rate, my pulse rate, my biorhythms, my breathing, uh, the brainwave patterns, and um, it, it, and out of the ceiling, this robotic-like arm comes out, 
and scans me from head to toe with this blue laser light to start. And then uh, these five fingers uh, show up out of this arm and each one of the five fingers has these different lasers and they're all the colors of the rainbow and they work in unison with pulses that um, I get pulsed for like 10 seconds and it's like these flashing lights at a strobe light effect but you can feel the pulses on your skin from the laser it happens for 10 seconds then it stops for five seconds then it happens again for 10 seconds this went on for a half hour and it kept getting more and more and more intense to the point where I just had to after 25 minutes uncle that's enough <laughs> Well, uh, it's because in particular that arm is still still being affected in a strong way. Yeah. Yeah. That that. So, but what you said when you got out of the uh, uh, out of the uh, bio bed that you felt much better with your arm. Yes. So it does penetrate. It does penetrate deeply and. It's learning how to, you know, work with the energies each day. So I go through my moments of pain during the day. It's, I'm getting better and better, but it's a, it's a challenge. So to go back, well, Rama, do you feel like it, it is um, uh, that with using the bio bed uh, afterwards, did, did you feel like you... Uh, had more energy or felt differently or what was it about that that was helpful to you I felt like I had more energy and it and I did feel better and then as you know I went about my day you know going and doing you know the different things I do it faded away it faded away and at the same time the pain kind of got a little more intense. It's like that principle, it's got to get worse before it gets better. Mark. Yeah. And listeners, <coughs> if you want to call in and ask any questions or make any contributions about information you've gathered, uh, you can do this uh, by calling 888-429-5471 or 323-744-444. 4841. So call in and, and uh, let us know what's happening in your world as well, if you wish. And so the Mama? Other... Yes. Are you sure you weren't at the Galactic Disco on the ship? <laughs> no, I was <laughs> horizontal and there were no dance partners to <laughs> interact with. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. What? Oh, I'm a little kidding. You mean let's dance, huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's, 
it's like the technologies that are going to be coming out very soon as the AMA is gone and we have our healing centers set up that the Galactics will help us set up in places where people can come and get resurrected, I'll put it that way. Well, those technologies will come out 6,000 to start with. Yes. Uh, uh, to just to go back to the free will to- choice thing. Yes. There's, they, there's still free will choice, yet there is. there's a caveat and a, and, and a warning because these energies... And they've been kind of going very slowly with these energies so that people can grasp them and they can, you know, learn more about meditation and uh, prayer is good too and and, and embracing a, a, a higher consciousness. You know, in other words, if they do that too fast, uh, people will, uh, it can cause harm. Yes. And at this point, there's a bit of a red alert because these guys are, you might say they're freaked out because they're caught. caught. They're caught. Uh, and it is and, huge. And so they want to hurt people more. Yes. They want to kill more people. It is very much in the public eye of um, this president, president in the Oval Office bribed another foreign leader and Nancy Pelosi at a press conference today I mean I'm bringing it right down here to 3D today Nancy Pelosi had a press conference she was very grave in the sound of her voice and she said this man has violated his oath of office he needs to be removed and prosecuted to the full extent of the law yeah, in other words, the attorney general is saying he cannot be uh, prosecuted. He cannot be and anything, and that's not a that's, that's not a law. No, that's just an edict coming from some bossy characters, and that's not going to fly. No, Bill Barr is going to be taken along right along with the rest, and. I wish I knew the 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 uh, play of the menu of how this passion play is going to play out. <laughs> well, to it, it, again to go back to the time now. So what we're saying about this red alert is that they are giving us fair warning that the energies are going to continue to go up, and as you resist, you're going to get pain. Yeah. And suffering and and it's going to accelerate and it's going to cause the body pain and suffering. In other words, the energies at this point are required, you know, so that those of us, because it's required for us to use our free will choice by pursuing seek and you shall find knocking the door will be open, ask and and it shall be given. What shall be given? More love more capacity for taking in love. And as you resist harder and harder and don't want love, then there's a clash. uh, You might say there's a Holocaust going on in the body. And it might sound like a paradox, but uh, 
as we could be of the most service to humanity right now, it's having compassion for these souls who are soulless. I'll say it that way. Mm-hmm. Well, so then on, on Tuesday, um, Rama, you went in the afternoon, you went up to the mountain. And I created a Jedi Council at the fairy ring. At the fa- same fairy ring where we, he always goes, you know, yes. very same place. And um, there, there he, you, you said I, 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 um, I, I got joined in the fairy ring by Lady Master Nada, Tom the Ringtail Cat, and who else? Is that just those two? Dodie and Die. And Dodie and Die. Yes. And they all showed up together with me, and I saw this holographic image of them sitting around a campfire up there in the Weesock Valley where they've got that off-grid community, technology community. And they told me Israel is bombing Gaza again. This was on Tuesday. That was on Tuesday, right. And Lady Nada and Dai explained to me, Lord Rama, there there was a so-called Palestinian extremist claiming to be the head of a... Uh, of a group called the Islamic Jihadists. And apparently, DW News presented the story as though this character at the head of that group and the group itself were supposedly threatening to bomb Israeli targets. Yes. This person and his group, as the report said, were Palestinians. And then... uh, Ram, you said, and I heard today on BBC News as well as on other stations that this man was killed by the IDF with no proof whatsoever that that backstory had ever had any truth to it at all. Yes. And totally unarmed. And uh, and then Lady Dianata continued and said these things being reported as fact on the news, are cover-up stories for what really happened, which is that Israel did the black op of killing this man. Uh, They did it in order to actually send a barrage of rockets themselves. Behind the scenes, Israel did it. They sent the barrage of rockets and blamed the Palestinians for doing it. So that they could make a big distraction. That's what these are. These are black ops. So they sent their own rockets into their own people and and, and, um, made it look as though this man and his group did it. All to create more fear and enmity between the Palestinian and the Israeli people. uh, So as to create more distractions. In, in lieu of the truth of what is really going on. And President Rouhani of Iran said the United States has made the Middle East more unstable by these actions, along with Israel. Yes, and the, and the uh, government of Iraq 
They've been killing their people, hundreds and hundreds of people, opening fire. The people are nonviolently unarmed, protesting, protesting and telling them to go. And, and the Iraqi government is backed by the United States. So we're doing that, too. This is going on, and this happened in Bolivia, too. Uh, um, president uh, of Bolivia, the only indigenous president oh. in all of South America, um, and for the longest ever, too. What's his name? El... Oh. Marita, do you remember his name? Does anybody... What's the matter with me? Randy. <laughs> uh, Bolivia. Evo Morales. Yes. His name is Evo Morales. And what really happened there is that the Vatican, uh, you know that the Vatican uses the United States as their operatives. And so the military uh, was... Uh, and they used it through their organization called the Organization of American States, which is a Vatican organization. And so they informed vis-a-vis this organization, the military, to inform Eva Morales to get out. And uh, they made up a fake story that there was some kind of election fraud. There was not. And it was a duly elected uh, Totally legitimate election, yet um, he was. They they told him get 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 out, and uh, Evo Morales just said, "I listened to the Vatican." He, he in other words, he told people in his own words that this was coming from the Vatican because he knew that. And then uh, Obrador, President Obrador of Mexico, sent a government plane from Mexico and saved his life because they were going to kill him. So he is in sanctuary, alive and safe in Mexico. Yes. Again, another group of, of, of hecklers, which are hired and paid for, just like they did with the Guido group. Agent and, provocateurs is the yeah, uh, and, term. Uh, Medea, Brent, Medea, Medea Benjamin. Benjamin this morning. Oh, my goodness. She had a SWAT team of cops. Five cop cars show up at her house and basically read her the riot act. She was at a protest and then... She was standing right next to... Debbie Wasserman Schultz. And I just got to make it very clear. Debbie Wasserman Schultz is an agent of Netanyahu. She got $2 billion to do the dirty things that they want her to do. And what she was up there with another another member of Congress, and um, Medea Benjamin was standing right next to Debbie Debbie. Wasserman Schultz and protesting what they were doing because they were trying to say that uh, Maduro in Venezuela was a criminal and we got to get rid of him and we got to put Guaido in there, which is a black op of the Vatican kind that they want to, they want to... This is this is happening on a planetary scale. This is called scale. regime change at the level where we create the and we put a, a a puppet in each one of these countries that'll do exactly what they're told when they're told to move. And then the black ops in this country target people with the law enforcement, even to the point 
where they threaten your life and they may kill you. And the whole modus operandi is to remove, physically kill as many people of color in every country on uh, every place on the planet so that the whole planet is white again. And that's by the edict of the doctrine of discovery way back in the 1500s by the Vatican. This and is, the Vatican represents Rome that never, 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 never went away. This is why Julian Assange and Chelsea Manning need the Nobel Peace Prize need to be honored as the whistleblowers that they are. We, Medea was choked and thrown to the ground by yes. these big six foot three, four inch tall goons. goons. And, and, and Amy had some of the footage and she said, I couldn't sleep all night and I'm in excruciating pain on the whole left side of my body where I was thrown on the concrete by these characters. And then they came with all their squads and their riot gear and wanted to arrest me. This just happened the week before to uh, Max, Max Blumenthal, Blumenthal for because he was challenging in Washington D.C. Uh, the people that were be backing Guaido in Washington D.C. that wanted to overthrow a duly elected president in Venezuela in Maduro. And the same thing's going on in Aust in Argentina. They're doing the same thing. Our black ops down there, and they're killing the people in the open air down there, too. And they have nothing to lose. We have no concept of how poor these people are, how much they're... And see, what is this about? It's about staying on the old fossil fuel system and stealing everything they can and still staying in power, and in the face of this whole thing collapsing, and that's why we've been telling everybody to please pay attention and do not stay in a big bank, because this is going to happen now. Um, and um, the Carl, way Carl, one, one of the things that, that, yeah, that uh, I had I never heard, heard you say, say before, before, maybe I haven't been listening, but you talked about people uh, going to the credit unions. And I think you might want to mention again uh, that if they're insured, because I had I don't know whether I just didn't listen or we would not talked about the insurance for the FDIC or whether it was the credit union insurance. So you want to go over that just to help uh, remind people about that? Okay. The, the, the regular banks have something called FDIC, which is the federal insurance, uh, FD, federal FDIC. Department. Department Insurance Corporation or whatever. <laughs> but anyway, some banks that are not, that some other institutions where you can put your money, they call themselves credit unions, yet they're still holding FDIC. No, it's, I was wrong, Vinayak, when I said FICA before. Please, I'm sorry, forgive me, but it's FDIC. Uh, Caroline looked it up and I, I'm, please forgive me from the past, I said FICA before and that was wrong. So thank you for reminding me of my mistake. But it's, it's FDIC. 
that's what the that the letters are for the insurance company for the for the banks uh but there are some uh some um yes fdic correct there are some um credit unions that still are not really credit unions because they've they've got fdi insurance and fdic insurance behind them so you gotta really you know confront them and make sure that that's not what they're doing there is another form of insurance that real credit unions have and carolyn caroline told us what that was called do you know what it's called vanayak has has uh, suggested is it fcic no 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 that's that's from what i was saying that I was wrong about you know i said fica f i c a and that's not right and f c i c is not right but it's f d as in david i c as in corporation as a d after the a d like in david f yes 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 now we got it bingo otherwise after you do not you know sometimes people live in different places where they can't find a, a credit union that's not fdic insured so then uh the next best thing is a smaller bank which is private and is not fdic insured they have their own separate whatever okay that's better but even at that take money out enough for three to seven days let's say at a week to be sure and maybe a little more and put it somewhere safe in your own home under your mattress or whatever we you know it's just a, a way of the saying <laughs> <laughs> no but the point we're making is that and have a little more extra in case you want to help a friend or a neighbor that just was caught off guard you know that kind of thing okay that's my point and i don't know where the guest is that we can yada yada for as long as needed um so that's a point and so while you're getting the guest hello don where art thou um i'm going to just read this uh this is from the max kaiser from tuesday and he says hi i'm max kaiser this is the kaiser report yes we keep going presidents come and go countries come and go whole new solar systems are being discovered <laughs> it does not matter yes stacy so stacy says i am going to call this episode give us this day our daily billions of course that's the well streeter wall streeters the big crybabies we call them cry babies all the time and they cry all the time for free money <laughs> and i realize that's why we have two economies going on the real economy where the 99% live and then the 1% economy where these banksters live and the corporation corporate elite live there and there's never enough money never enough free money they want more 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 and more and you can see that in the jobs numbers that came out this past week or week and a half and what you saw is that as 
boom times down there con- uh, continues to be boom times and you could see the uh, consumer spending that consumers are spending life is going on and yet as you come to Wall Street you see the non-stop interventions required increasing and escalating interventions into the repo markets that's the overnight cash market in other words after the markets shut down they have to put tens of billions of dollars a day of fake worthless you know dollars paper paper, just to make it look like nothing's happening that's happening every single day and it's escalating you see quantitative easing more quantitative easing is continuing to be needed every day you see interest rates that were cut again this week for that top one percent so we have a tale here of two economies and then max kaiser comes in and says without the ever-present constant drip of the free money we would have a day of reckoning and prices would revert back to reflect supply and demand the real economy and it would be a catastrophic trap door opening underneath the united states economy because the united states won't do it for itself China will do it for the United States in the form of announcing as a surprise 20,000 tons of gold and the introduction of a gold-backed cryptocurrency. This will kill the United States dollar deader than a doornail. And it will be a Pearl Harbor type of event. And it is coming in the next short while. You know, they gave some timings, yet we don't go by the timings that anybody gives because what the King of Swords always tells Rama is that there's no dates. The real timing is about those of us who can, and we got to remind everybody, Margaret Mead said this and she meant it. It only takes a very small group of us Uh, only a very small group to change the world and indeed it's the only thing that ever has and so those of us who are listening here who really understand what time it is and are doing the work and the work is spiritual it's the meditation it's the prayer it's the it's the livingness of the knowingness Uh, of what it means to be in a higher state of conscious awareness of awareness itself as the Dalai Lama's cat used to always say so Rama and and, uh, I, I know this is like when we talk about consciousness it's hard to grasp so many people they're so busy just attempting to survive the real numbers is at least 110 million people in this country. One third of the population of this country are living below the poverty line right now. And they're working two or three jobs or they can't find the two or three jobs. So they're desperately looking for a way to just feed their children. And it's real. And it's kind of like night and day for people that aren't at that level. And so 
this concept of all of a sudden the third eye, what's the third eye? And the crown chakra opening? I mean, there is that coming, and it's coming much more rapidly than we can um, imagine, you know. In other words, um, as Dr. Cash says, he's got the technology to stop the guns from working. And the energy of the real technology is as these energies go be higher than they can work in. There's a certain place where these energies reach where guns do not work. They simply do not work. And, and, and that's a day to recognize, reckon with because if the consciousness of a lower kind, which is looking for revenge of the Sith, is working in you, that can cause harm to you because those energies are so high that the body, which is not working with those energies, is going, can go into shock. But as we send love and as we be that love and as we walk as the office of the Christ in the world every single day and hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil, and do no evil. And that's uh, another way of just be in the greatest possibility of the love that you know you are all the time. So Carlton tried to call into the show and there's no answer. So, what does uh, this... I'm, I'm on the phone with Doug right now. Okay. Okay, Marita. So, are you working on getting our guests? Is that what's going on? Mm-hmm. That's what I've been working on for the last 20 minutes. Okay. Okay, well, we can continue. we got plenty of the things. All right. Let's, there's a, a, another uh, science journal that just came out. And it says here, why are insects in decline and can we do anything about it? The dragonfly is among the more more than a million species of insects. Mm -hmm. And there's a picture, a very beautiful picture of one of them. And then it says, what is the sixth max extinction? Many scientists think the current worldwide annihilation of wildlife is the beginning of a huge loss of species on Earth. It has happened five times in the last four billion years as a result of meteorite impacts, long ice ages, and huge volcanic eruptions. Yet this one is the result not of natural causes, rather of humanity's actions. How bad is it? Extremely. By some measures, the biodiversity crisis is even deeper than that of climate change. Since the dawn of civilization, humanity has caused the loss of 83% of all wild mammals to date. In the last 50 years alone, the population of all mammals, birds, reptiles, and fish have fallen by an average of 60%. The New Global Review says it's even worse for bugs, with the proportion of insect species declining being Double that for vertebrates. The insect decline is at least a century old, yet seems to have accelerated in recent decades. Does that matter? Yes. There are more than a million species of insect compared with just 5,400 mammals. Holy and they are the cornerstone, stone, cornerstone of all terrestrial ecosystems. 
Without them, you get what scientists call a bottom-up trophic cascade in which the knock-on efforts efforts of the insect collapse surge up through the food chain, wiping out higher animals. And without healthy ecosystems, there is no clean air and no clean water. Why are we only really noticing the insect collapse now? The lack of bugs on car windscreens after a drive in the country, compared with a few decades ago, is real. Yet hard scientific data requires careful and long-term research, and relatively little has been done. Insects are small and often hard to identify, and they are certainly much less charismatic than elephants or eagles. Worse, just as we need more information, researchers say entomology courses are being cut. I'm going to jump in here and tell you about um, what's the name of that place in Australia? New South Wales. Mm -hmm. New South Wales are having brush fires that are so huge that the every single neighbor, uh, uh, neighboring fire department everywhere, everything they've got, and they can't keep up with them. In other words, the fire is so far out of control that the fire men cannot keep up with it and there i don't know the updates so if anybody's got more update i would like to hear from it you know sometimes when things are pretty hairy hairy they don't say anything but uh the last i heard last tuesday was that uh that there that sydney australia was an endangered species for these fires all around Mm. them all around them are already and they're out of control so Let's send some violet fire there in terms of mm-hmm. cooling fire energy. And uh, it's still, it's still that way. Pardon? It's still, it's still that way. It is still that. That's yes, still yeah. the, the problem is right now the, the hot air is changing the weather patterns dramatically because of the heat. And there's hot air. It's hot air. How did? How can you not start a fire with hot air? Exactly. And to add to your insect story, ninety percent of the living biomass of planet Earth are insects. <gasps> oh my God! If you take a look at, at the percentages of living, doesn't matter. You classify them all as just living entities on planet Earth. Ninety percent are insects. No one ever talks about the the the, the fifty thousand different kinds of microorganisms that live on your skin in the human body. About fifty thousand for every square inch. Oh my God! That's all changing. The other thing that um, we're going to play this on the weekend: um, Ocean Robbins. You know, the grandson of Baskin and Robbins, his grandfather. And and his grandfather died from eating too much ice cream, (laughs) et cetera. But I'm just saying, um, he was on with um, Lee Cigar. And um, we're going to play that. Yet he said something, you know, this is just, uh, he said that... um, as we 
as we stop eating meat that our palate changes, literally. It takes a little bit of time, but it does. It literally changes. And also, um, the food of the... Of the um, uh, uh, the food of the sh- of the um, vegetables they become sweeter, and also we can access protein in the vegetables that you can't when you're eating the meat. That the body doesn't register it, and there is protein, and it's the proper protein uh, in the vegetables, which of the which the meat is not. And uh, the other thing he said is that. Uh, a grass-fed, organically grass-fed cow requires a lot of pasture. And it requires a lot of deforestation to create more pasture for more people that want to eat that, that way. Same thing with other animals, but in particular for the, for the, uh, the cow population and uh, so what has happened is that uh, as we would stop all this meat eating we could save um, we've already deforested like uh, as much I can't remember all the names of the countries we'll get it clearly from the horse's mouth when we play this but I remember he said all of China all of India I think he said three or four other countries I mean, completely huge swaths of land that has been deforested so that we can make more meat. And that's really serious, serious, serious situation. So, uh, and, 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 and vegetables, uh, we are classified as herbivores. The other thing about this, to take it to a higher level, is that these higher energies come in, they nurture all the nutrients that we need right through our aura, right through our chakra system. Mm-hmm. And that explains why, and again, nothing wrong with having a lovely meal. Yet uh, what it explains is that, I mean, there are millions, literally millions of people now that do not eat or drink. And they get everything through prana and through their skin and through their aura. And they live and they're perfect in health. And they don't need any energy excess. I mean, uh, I still remember uh, we talked to, uh, what's her name, Jasmine Heen, right? And mm-hmm. and she doesn't look a day over 40 or 50. She must be 75 or 80 by now. And I'm just saying that, and she hasn't eaten for 45 years or drank anything for that long. And she said that she's doing it and it gives her more ecstasy and joy than anything she ever did in her life because she knows that she's providing for other people to be able to eat that need to. And she said the ecstasy of knowing that I don't live, I don't have any lighting, I don't have any electricity, no stove, no no washing machine, nothing. And I live in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, um, uh, what, what is it called? The rainforest mm-hmm. in northern Australia somewhere. I, I'm just saying. And what does she do? She teaches others to do this. She teaches. Yes. Uh, um, uh, some, yes. Of some of the people do drink water, don't they? That, um, that, that are I'm not just, eating? Some people do, but I'm just saying millions don't. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, I just uh, was clarifying that. Yeah. So, so, and, and the other thing is that I thought that I didn't know that. I learned something very interesting when, when Ocean said that you're literally your palate completely changes and, 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 and then your whole system rearranges itself so that you can gain all the necessary protein and everything you need from the vegetable world. And then there was another uh, great being, I don't have it right in front of me right now, but he, he, he was born in 1866. And Rama, can you help me with that? Um, I don't think we're going to be able to have our guest on tonight. I'm not sure what's going on. So uh, as much of this as you want to, sh to share this evening, we can. Uh, or we can sign off and just have a shorter uh, program for tonight. And you, you can continue to do this later if you want to save your material for tomorrow. Or you can go ahead tonight. What's your choice? Oh, I'd be glad to continue tonight. Uh, Rama will go get, uh, make another copy of the prophecy, and we'll just read it. Uh, I have, we've read it a couple of times already, but um, okay, you know that's fine. I just didn't want to put you in an awkward spot, so um, you can uh, keep going, and we'll just uh, uh, we're we're almost halfway through the last hour anyway, so we got yeah. about another thirty minutes. Right. And uh, what we will do is we'll also say that we'll send some good vibrations for the highest good of all concerned to happen over there at BBS Radio. I know there's a little challenges going there's on. There's a challenge this evening, so. Yes. Okay. Thank you, and thank you, thank you, thank you, Marita, for intervening. And we will continue here. There's something called the Greenhouse Gas. All right. Yes. Uh, I don't know how many people know it, but if you if you take a look at the digestive tract of a straight meat eater like a lion, and compare it to the human, we're a we should be eating vegetables because our our digestive tract is not designed to to digest meat. No, uh, no. Uh, an animal that's supposed to be eating meat only has two feet of colon. A human has. 30 feet. And that's why that all that meat protein is not assimilable, it's not digestible, and it turns into putrefaction in 30 feet of colon and causes all kinds of troubles. And, of course, we do all kinds of stuff to, uh, you know, people take enzymes and they take this and they take that, and that, that doesn't mean that's their food. That's just, just something that... Um, you know, uh, uh, the earlier generations got programmed to do, you know, what the four. remember that in 1946, the, the dairy, what we know today as the Dairy Association, suggested that we need milk and eggs and meat. They did it because they wanted to get more income for the farmers. And yeah, so and more profit. simply didn't understand how the body works. And I, I have to say this because I, it's been repeated many times, but not necessarily for everybody that have has been coming here. But the cow, the cow species itself, 
asked at a spiritual collective level not to be used for food for human beings decades ago back in the 60s and the 70s and this, and and I'm I'm just saying that I've heard it from many different teachers not just one and and, and who communicate with the animals themselves and uh, we might want to honor them for what their wish is not to do that so anyway ultimately the size of the human population and how much land it uses for the food, energy, and other goods it consumes. Determine how much wildlife is lost. Protecting wild spaces is important, as, it is, as is reducing the impact of industrial, chemical-based farming. Fighting climate change is also vital. Oh, dear. Um, particularly for the many insect species in the tropics. So demanding political action, eating fewer intensely farmed meat and dairy products and flying less could all help. That's another thing. People are thinking that, you know, uh, what's her name? What's our little girl's name? That's a client. Greta Thunberg. Her real name is pronounced Thunberg, the way that you... Spell it isn't the way that it's said, but um, yeah, she said stop flying. She took that. She took that sailboat. That uh, it was solar energized, yeah. and it was going like something like twenty knots mm-hmm. per whatever they call that. But that's fast. Yeah. Yeah, it still took her a couple of weeks, didn't it? Yes. But uh, nonetheless, she did it. And, um, okay, so um, let's just continue before I read the prophecy here. This, this report, Penny found this, and I thought that was interesting. This is called Greenhouse Gas Footprint. Thank you, Randy. And if you have something to pipe in with, please do. It's really important right now. The Greenhouse Gas Footprint, or GHG Footprint, refers to the amount of greenhouse gases that are emitted during the creation of products or services. Human activities are one of the main causes of greenhouse gas. These increase the Earth's temperature and are emitted from fossil fuel usage in electricity and other byproducts of manufacturing. The major effects mainly consist of climate changes such as extreme precipitation and acidification. Yeah, that's the other thing. The story about Italy. Um, What's the name? Venice. Venice just had the worst flood in 50 years. And uh, Penny, uh, Penny has an article here. I just didn't get to it yet, but we will. Uh, there's more than enough things to shake a stick at here. But they're saying that um, that these people, there's one, one family that have their whole family ancestral lineage goes back a thousand years. And they've never seen anything in a thousand years like this one. You know, it's, it's the worst flood in 50 years, but it's worse than that. In terms of the family and what they saw for the timing, 
Okay, so such as extreme precipitation and acidification and warming of oceans. Climate change has been occurring since the start of the Industrial Revolution in the 1820s. Due to humans' heavy reliance on fossil fuels, energy usage, and constant deforestation, the amount of greenhouse gas in the atmosphere is increasing, which makes reducing a greenhouse gas footprint harder to achieve. However, there are several ways to reduce one's greenhouse gas footprint, such as using more energy-efficient household appliances, increased usage of fuel-efficient cars, and saving electricity. Uh, again, when we get these uh, technologies out of hock, we can go completely off the grid overnight, literally. And that's got another thing to do. You know, they've been putting things on pirate television. And one of them that you just we just squishing things in here. But uh, human beings weren't designed to work like they're being created work for them. To labor, doing the same thing over and over again on a, some kind of a line. That's inhumane. It's not even sane. And we don't need it. And, and the amount of things, that's another thing, the amount of things that, um, oh good, okay Maria, we're going to have our guest next week that was scheduled for this week, this is very good, all right, so that's another thing because we, you know, they say on the news that China's using, you know, using, polluting the world way more than we are, well, just take a little another look. We have outsourced that this to this date 75,000 manufacturing uh, companies. That doesn't mean how many jobs, that's millions of jobs. We've outsourced it to China. So that's not China's pollution. China is making our stuff and they are paying their people. Uh, you know, more than than uh, Mexico, you know, but uh, uh, or or Vietnam, but that's our pollution over there, coming back here, because there's more money here. This is the wealthiest country, and so people are buying things, and so that pollution that China's producing is our pollution. Same thing for us outsourcing our waste. We're sending waste, you know, over there to Vietnam and Cambodia and Indonesia and China. And now, you know what? Those people are sending it right back and saying, do it yourself. And what's the problem with that? It's not biodegradable. What's not biodegradable? Plastic. There's so much plastic in the oceans that these gyres, there's five main gyres, and they're not functioning. And the and 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 there's radiation poisoning in every fish on the planet. There is no such thing as a radiation free fish. Dara? Yeah. Just between Indonesia and the Philippines they put five million 
tons of plastic in the ocean every year. Every what? Every year. Every year. Every year. Yeah. That's just, that's just two countries. Yeah. What I'm saying is that we are at that place of psychic holocaust. This is called psychic holocaust. It says nuclear and or psychic holocaust. The lie is as big as you can get it and then make it worse. They, people are, there's no possibility of a small d democracy anywhere without the knowledge of the truth. It's impossible. So what are they doing? They're doing it with energy. They're bringing this energy in. And, and yet, yes, we still have free will choice. They are not violating our free will choice. Yet, we are blowing the whistle. We are the ones that we've been waiting for. We are whistleblowing right now. These are some facts that we need to look at. You cannot go out of sight, out of mind anymore.